me. Hey, did you see? Did you see? Um, your man. I know when I say your man, I, I, I'm joking because I know you're not a big fan. Your man Cam Newton in the Whole Foods, dressed like like, just like your aunt Bernice. Like it, that's all I thought of. Like that looks like somebody's auntie. Like what? What? What's? Can you explain Cam's approach to fashion? All right. Well, I can't. No, I can't. But this reminded me of who was the lineman y'all had that played for uh, Dallas. They found him on the street walking with his shirt off. Alonzo Spelling. Alonzo. This reminded me. So a lot of times there's things that happen in an athlete's life or an actor's life where you go, oh, you know, they're just crazy or they're just this or they're just that. You excuse it. I think Cam in the daggone Walmart getting, you know, a pack of ding-dongs or whatever he was doing. They do not have any ding-dongs at Whole Foods. He was at Walmart. Oh, that was at Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. Oh, I don't they know got why mad got... ding-dongs at all oh, the type got, of hostess. All, they got yeah. all the hostess Especially in, products Especially in North there. Carolina. I stand corrected. I thought, he was at, I thought he was at a Whole Foods. Yeah, they got all type of hot fries and, you know what I mean? And, you know, they they might, got the snacks. They might have pickled pig feet in the aisle of that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> where he was, they too, like so, at the front. So, and so, pickles. So he had on some overalls, if y'all ain't seen it, with the with the dad with no shirt. He was rocking the overalls with no shirt, like he was the fourth member of BBD or something. Yeah, like. yeah, they didn't. Yeah, it was like he wanted. He like one of their brothers that like just was mass supportive and just like <laughs> yeah. I'm a dress like y'all dress. Yeah, because I. So so I just think that like okay, so just remember that moment. Is this could be like I, his CTE might have kicked in now. <laughs> Yo, because that's like some mental illness. Like he had on the. The, the the Chanel Shaw or some extra expensive head wraps, you know what I mean? Like, like what are we with, doing, with a big bro? ass hat on, like like the the Smokey the Bear, the fire hat, right? You know, so I just it was just mad weird. It was, and I said so so because I was looking at, it, I was like, wait a minute, this fool could be legitimately going through early onset of dementia or something. And so we I and we watching it play out. Yes, and so I was like, man, somebody need to holler at him. You know, it's just like pull buddy to the side because that ain't. Like I'm, that one, all I'm saying is, it looked like he. This that's a mentally ill person. Up, I'm not saying he is. You not make, Yeah, he could have all his faculties about. But if any, if it was anybody else and they wasn't famous, you saw somebody in the Whole Food that big. I was about to say six five, legit two sixty. I've been in a restaurant with women scarves on. Yes, I've been in a restaurant where, uh, in the same restaurant as him, we were having lunch at the same spot, and when I tell you. He's just this guy is like out of central casting when it comes to quarterbacking because this guy is like the size of Strahan, like playing quarterback. Like he's a huge dude. Um, he looks bigger than what he's listed at. You know, a lot of times you go, "Hey, that guy's not really." Six I took four. a plane. This guy looks bigger than that. I took a plane with Cam like about four years ago, and he made me feel insecure about who I was as a man. Just looking at him, looking at his calves. Yes, yeah, he's a big dude. He's gleaming. His face was gleaming. Yeah. And I just felt like. He got the good skin product. I felt like I got shorted by the Lord. Like, why I ain't get. Oh, like, yeah. like, like, seriously, he's straight yeah. out of. He's like, if you could, if you could design like a, uh, a player on Madden, like, like design a player. Man. Like, it's him. I couldn't believe. I like, Lord, you make him like that. But then the crazy thing is he puts the weird scarves on. And well, that's my that. point. Yeah. So if you saw a dude that big and strong, you know, uh, uh, 
looking like I don't he, know, like, Mr. He, like Carl I, Weathers. I, no, <laughs> I know, right? But he he dresses like Mrs. Roper from Three's Company. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like what are we doing here? Yeah, he dressed like he had the scarves on from That's My Mama, like the one she be wearing going over to the market. Right. He had that on. I'm sure that they were probably like five grand a piece or whatever. But I don't care. You just, you look like an old lady. Would 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 it was just weird. So hey, Cam, here here's to it, it, you know what it made me feel. It made me feel confident about when the Falcons take on the Panthers. Yeah, we can we're gonna beat the we're gonna beat this guy. Because why are you doing that? Yeah, meaning you the, the so there's you had nothing else to do. Right. The whole, so your quarterback. If you let I know some of y'all out there probably Cam truthers, but let's any other if 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 Tom Brady was doing that. Or, right, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want that from my quarterback. Like yeah. I would be very concerned. What is on your mind? Yeah. If I, if Matt Ryan was in there doing that with no shirt on, with the with the with the with the uh, the shawl around the head, <laughs> you're like, what? What? We, we, didn't we clown Kobe Bryant when he did that? But yeah, it, we but did. he wasn't in the Walmart though. He was taking pictures. At least he was trying to be. He artsy. was at a photo shoot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I the one one quick thing too. Um, just on the football related with Cam. They're trying to rebuild his mechanics because he's had that, you know, he really struggled last year um, in playing with that sore, the very sore shoulder. And so he had surgery, and now he's trying to come back. And listen, from everything you hear, they're trying to sort of reshape his mechanics so that he's not putting as much strain on his shoulder. So we'll see. That might be definitely to your benefit. So so you trying to say but they're trying to do him like uh, – uh... Like the six million dollar man, like uh, what was his name, Steve? Steve Austin. <laughs> They're gonna rebuild. We're gonna, they, rebuild, we're gonna rebuild him. Them. We're gonna do like. But every every off season, it's we're gonna rebuild. Oh no, <laughs> Carolina fans were coming at me on Twitter because I was a little critical of him. I had to I had to uh, put up uh, his statistics. This is a career fifty nine percent completion, mm-hmm. uh, which is extremely low by today's standards. Like we're at a point now in the NFL with the way offenses are run, we're sixty six percent uh completion percentage is about average well that's um, what uh, that's what Dak's doing yeah and 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 we didn't even get into his contract right well but, yeah yeah but Dak okay 66 percent completion percentage with similar weapons outside of just just getting Amari Cooper right but with similar like with similar you know the running game is pretty good you know he's a mobile quarterback runs a similar offense he's been able to put up you know uh a number of Better, wins yeah you know what I'm saying been yeah. able to been able to have success. I think Cam is. I don't want to. I don't want to put him in the hot seat, but I think uh, totally on the hot seat. Okay, fair enough. You, I'll give you that. Uh, but I'm not going to say that. But he's definitely got to show something. The other other quick uh, injury note uh, on Andrew Luck. Uh, Andrew Luck's. Um, they're not shutting him down, but they're shutting him down with a calf injury. They want to be careful. But the first thing I thought about when that when they said they were shutting him down, possibly for the entire preseason because of a calf, I immediately thought about. Um, Kevin Durant, because Kevin was shut down with it with a calf, and then they—I don't want to say they pushed him, but in retrospect, it seemed like they were trying to do what they needed to do to get him back out there to help help them win a championship. Uh, and do you think that do you think the Colts are are looking at that and trying to take anything away from uh, what happened in Golden State and really just taking care uh, of the athlete, or is it a completely different injury? But it, I I think the red flag goes up because this is a guy who's been oft injured. Uh, whether it's the shoulder and now it's the calf, and you definitely want, don't want to see him blow out an Achilles uh, because he, they're going to go how he's going to go. He had a huge year last year, and they need him out on the field. Like, I mean, you look at the difference in how T.Y. Hilton plays in the numbers that he gets with his quarterback and without his quarterback. 
Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. He. I think that. Uh. Obviously, with them having him being. Uh. Off the field for the entire year in 2017. Uh. You want and and obviously, when I, you know this injury is completely different. Uh. I think that you want to err on the side of caution. You know. Period. Point blank. You know. You got a guy who you know what he can do. Does he need preseason to get ready? Uh, I think I think everybody could use a couple of reps, even Julio Jones. Right. But at the same time, you know, if you got a guy who you feel like, you know, I, he's got a ton of experience already, uh, just err on the side of caution, keep him ready for the Chargers. I believe they play the Chargers week one, mm-hmm. and just you know, that, to me, that's a that's gonna be one. a good game too. To me, that's a simple one. Yeah. You know, just yeah, hey, we'll we'll park you, you know, because he's still working. He's still throwing the ball. Right. Uh, the, uh, the report yesterday was he was on fire during during practice, um, eight of nine passes. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, that one right there to me is an easy call. If you yeah, and I, I think you're seeing that uh, around the league. I know that um, Matt Nagy took some heat because he did not play a lot of the starters at all. Some like some guys didn't get like Trubisky got very little uh, reps in yeah. preseason games, and he took some heat because you got a new quarterback learning a new system. And I think it was more important that he took care of those guys' bodies. And I think that had a lot to do with why Chicago played so well defensively and, and, and the offense started to improve as the year went on yeah. because he took care of those guys and they were better. I think teams are starting to realize you don't need four preseason games. You might not need any preseason games for your front-line players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm an Andrew Luck guy, so we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm not. But I had to admit, um, because I, I used to frame the numbers a certain kind of way because I thought he was getting so much love as a quarterback and everybody was like, oh, this is the most, you know, sought-after uh, draft pick and the most, you know, this guy, they always put him with the elite, but he proved to me last year that he is elite. So I had to reverse my field on that. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Last thing in the NFL um, I want to talk about is um, your LaShawn McCoy situation um, that we have where he's had, I guess, is it restitution? Like that he's had to pay for $55,000. That's a nice check. For that, for that, for, for, for fighting the police. Who were not really the police. Yeah. They were they were just in the club. They were in the club like some death row police officers turning up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Bottle service, you know, uh and, and, and I guess, you know, they got to fighting over some champagne or whatever the case was, and uh, you know, I believe they got their ass whooped. And 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 that and you know, they turn around and, you know, obviously what it looks like they're they're using their police leverage to get a check out of this. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Um so so that's unfortunate for LaShawn. Does he have any legal recourse? Like, is there anything? Is I think that... it's already been decided. You know, I think. Oh, yeah, so that's. Can he appeal? K, yeah. I mean, I guess he can appeal, but uh, you know, how long you want to go through that process? You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that, that's a lot of bread. You know, so. But I mean, it's better. Remember, remember, they were trying to jam him up, though. And then they ended up dropping. Those so charges. so you feel like the restitution part is. is, is I think like you got part move, of a you deal, move, a larger deal. On, yeah, you yeah, pay the money, on, keep it pushing. Just move on, particularly with this Department of Justice. <laughs> I know, know, right? You know, just go on and pay that little bit. In, I mean, I, that's not a little bit of money. But at the same time, pay the bread. Get out of there. Did you see that um, That um, your boy, Dez Bryant, uh, another cowboy, a former cowboy actually, uh, said, said basically said that he no longer has a desire to play. Because, I mean, he's a guy, uh, he tore his Achilles last year, and obviously that's a very difficult uh, injury to return from. But I don't know if he's been rehabbing in a way or getting himself together where he even wants to play. And then he comes out and says – yeah, I don't even want to play anymore. It is a coincidence, right, that he uh, doesn't want to play uh, 
and no one, no NFL teams have reached out. Like, you know what? It's kind of like, uh, you know, you at the club, you're like, hey, you want to dance? No, I want to. Ain't nobody want to dance your ugly ass no way. You know? <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, baby, baby, sweetheart, hey, can let me holler at you for a minute. Let me get your number. I ain't finna talk to you. Don't nobody want your ugly ass number no way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like one of those things that. Definitely that. You know, it's like, oh, you know, you don't, I don't want to play then. You don't want to pick me? I don't want to play no way. You know, he's. I think, I think, I think that there's. Look, the, the critical area that he's dealing with now, because he's been saying he's been dealing with depression and anxiety. And I don't, I don't, I don't uh, think that he's being disingenuous. I just think that, you know, I would be depressed if I turned down a three-year deal from Baltimore for $21 million. That- what was he thinking? That was right up there when, like, when uh, I think it was Spreewell turned yeah. down at that, that. Like uh, $15 million or something no, like that? No, like, yeah, yeah, it was like something like that, like 30, $32 million over four, four years. Something, like yeah, so, yeah, so, like, you, you, you are depressed because he wanted the one-year deal. He's like, I'm going to do a one-year deal and I'm going to ball out. And then, you know, obviously – uh, that didn't take place. When he got betting signed, on yourself goes wrong. Yeah, he got signed by the Saints late in the year. Yeah, but um, but yeah, he ended up turning that deal down. And I'm like, I bet your ass is depressed. Yeah. So he's made uh 57 million dollars over his career. Um, so hopefully he's uh hopefully he's taking care of that bread because it 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 legitimately looks like we've seen the last of Dez Bryant uh in the NFL. Yeah, I was telling one of my boys, which I'm so surprised that he's only 31. He's not he's not very old, but here's the thing that I think was jumping off on tape even when he was in Dallas, he couldn't separate. And that's key um in the NFL because you don't it's not so much an issue of speed, but you're, you know, you have guys who are such crisp route runners that that's what creates the separation. Either the speed is going to correct uh, going to create the separation or the route running. And it was like he was sort of making up for it because he could go up. One of the things that he could do was go up and make catches, like jump ball catches. He was super athletic from that perspective. But he wasn't giving his quarterback like those small – like in the NFL, man, the windows are small, but they do require the receiver to get some separation. And I think that's sort of what was popping up yeah. that he wasn't getting. So, And this is before the Achilles injury. Yeah. So now you have – so I like it, I, I'm actually more confident that we'll never hear from him um, – on the field again, but I hope that he's going to be okay. I hope that he has money saved uh, and set aside, uh, and more importantly, maybe like a Michael Irvin, where he can reinvent himself in the media and kind of get back out there. Because I would have never guessed that when they were toting Michael in and for cocaine violations and stuff in the nineties, that he would be one of the guys going, that to, are, going to court in a fur coat. Yeah, showing up in a fur coat, sweating. I would never have thought that this is a guy that that would become. A guy that's in the sports media, like yeah. I would have never seen those two things. But I think I think the difference is, uh, it seems like Michael Irvin has always been able to uh, command a room or interview when he when he speaks when he was a player, and he's always had a, a personality that um, was was it was was uh, he he was always charismatic, um, as a lot of those Cowboys players were. Uh, Dez doesn't seem to have that kind of charisma, you know, and he's got he's got a lot of baggage. Um, just even throughout the years, Michael's baggage was just more. I like to have fun. I'm a little, but but Michael doesn't. What didn't seem to be bad with people, right? Um, Deion Sanders took Dez under his wing when he first came out of uh, college, and uh, Dez was like, "Man, I, you know, you think you can get me on it on with Under Armour?" And Prime was like, "Yes, absolutely." Made the connection. First day of practice, Dez comes out in some Nikes. And 
and Prime was like, I gotta leave you alone, man. Yeah. He was like, they was like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't, it's insane. I can't mess with you. So I think I just think that in, and and then obviously he had the you know if you guys haven't heard the uh, the police um, call from his mom saying that Dez was trying to kill her. He's trying to kill me. Yeah. You know, and we touched on that last year yeah. during this time where you know Dez Bryant and his mom got in that scuffle and he he's just had a, a lot of those things where he had stiffed some jewelers at the mall and been asked to leave for for you know. Uh, sagging his pants and just weird stuff. Yeah. And now, you know, obviously we have, we're here and um, I just don't necessarily know if, and then hearing him actually speak, I don't know if he, he will be able to command a mic unless he like seriously like went through some, some English classes, you know, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. even trying to be funny, but yeah. you know, you got to be able to, you know, not, really not, not speaking oh, fragments. Well, and, I, and I think whether you're to your point, whether, whether you're super articulate or not, your takes and your perspective have to be something that the market wants to hear, that people want to hear, even if it is like mine. No. <laughs> like even if it is broken, um, this is just not that compelling. Um, what is compelling, at least to me, whether even like in a in a negative way, Andre Drummond dropped the rap record. Oh, do you have the audio? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for it. Because he had a video, I, I saw a clip, and I think you posted it on our uh, Instagram, where this dude is literally rapping in the video with nothing but white girls around him. Now, let me say this. I have nothing against white girls. Like I have the clip. Like, it's whatever. But how are you, as a black athlete, in 2019, in the current climate that we have, with the state of wokeness that we are out here dealing with, have a video where you only have white girls because here's what you've managed to do strictly from a marketing perspective. You have pissed off every black woman and you have pissed off every white parent because it looks like you're just exploiting their daughters and black people look like you don't mess with them. So you're dead in the water no matter what record you got before you even hit play. Hey, hey, Prizzy, can we get this? Can we try to get this? Let me see. Hey, it's it's so many white women in thongs in this video. And it just, but you know what it was? You know what it did, though? It made me feel like, man, you know, and he looks so goofy in the video, but it don't matter when you got a bag. Like, when you have a bag, you can just create your own reality. He's like, I won't. I bet you when he was young and, and like. And, <laughs> about, I just want yeah. endless amount of white women. <laughs> endless amount of white women around me. Naked. <laughs> So I, when you know, because when he was young, like his chances of probably scoring, you know, a Becky or a, you know, uh, it was 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 slim. He probably just sit there and be like, man, I'm big and I'm goofy, but one of these days, if I make it pro, if I make it pro, I'm gonna have all the white women, you Yo. know. So he got a chance to to get that off, and like the it's funny the lyrically, like you know, haters try to slap me five. I'm like, hold on, you can't touch this. It's, it's literally one of the worst lyrics I've ever Like, when you break out, you can't touch this. Yeah. You broke out, you can't. You Yo. can't. And, you and, can't my, and, and I have to just, even on a, the most simplest of terms in thought processes, this guy's, like, legitimately, like, 6'10", 6'11", 7 feet. If you're 6'11", 
you can't be in the rap business. Well, and and, and also you can't rap at six eleven. If that's just there's a no go. I don't care how nice your bars are. You're six eleven. You're not in the music industry. Well, he he and and he has braces. When you six eleven, you can't have braces. Why the hell you? <laughs> You just stick with the dental, whatever teeth you got, you just had to roll with that. You got to just rock out. Yeah, so if your teeth are jacked, you're 6'11 with jacked teeth. I, I just believe, and I think, I think you know, Montel Jordan is maybe the last, like, super tall dude that got away yeah. with making a and hit. And Montel had hits, yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but that was his day job. Andre Drummond's day job. Is is a pretty and good one. I was going to say it pays him well, and then he's like, "Yeah, that's cool, this NBA thing." But what I really want to do is rap, and I'm like, "Why are you trying to choose an industry to be in as your second job when you're a not that good at it?" And, but even if you were good at it, you're six eleven and you got braces, and obviously you fetishized fetishized white women. That's all bad. Like that's not that's not a winning formula. Because because hey, look, if we hear stat lines matter. Love all the races. We just asking, just put one or two chocolate drops in there. That's all. Or just get like it just things that look blended. Or whatever. But you know, but here here's the reason why it stands out. Because you know that had to be on purpose. That's the only thing. Because you, at some point you gotta tell the casting director All yeah, white women. That yes. happened. Yes. If you've ever <laughs> been as a manager or artist, you've ever cast a video, you talk about what you want aesthetically to what it looks like like the chris brown video the chris brown drake video fantastic it's a great video there's a lot of girls in it and you could just tell they walked in and go man just thought it up like yeah. i want nothing but thought like thought this thing well the f up and diversity and they though. did that lots of diversity in there they got you know what, what looks to be hispanic women they got dark-skinned women they got some white women in there but the common thread is it's the thought it's it's all thoughts yeah but i i mean i embrace that I, I, I As you should. <laughs> like, I have nothing against the thought culture. Nothing yeah. against the thought thought nation. Thought nation, stand up. Yes, we. Hey, we salute y'all. You know what I'm saying? We save with all that conversation. I want thoughts. I want body shots. Yes, but so I know for a fact I want that beer funnel that, that Andre said to somebody, Nah, man, oh man, all white. Yeah. They said, Well, we're gonna we're gonna mix it up. No, 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 no. Don't I mix don't, it up. No, whole way, wait, 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 all white, wait, wait, all wait, vanilla wait, wait, ice cream. Wait. Have you no seen chocolate. Revenge of the Nerds? You know the 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 uh, the, the fraternity with, with 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 Booger and them, all the girls that was with them. That's, bring them, bring them. I want that. Look at Revenge of the Nerds. That's how I want my video to be. <laughs> so it got it got me to thinking. Andre's clearly made not a, the Omega moves. <laughs> Andre's <laughs> clearly made a decision to add this to his repertoire of things he's doing. And if he was on my team, I'd be like, man, you should be working out and training. And I think as fans, when we see a fav- uh, like our athlete, favorite athletes or guys on our team that are adding this to their offseason repertoire, not lifting weights, not running, or at least we think they're not. Of course they are. They're working out. But I know what it takes to be in a studio making records, and I know that's a full-time job. So, And that's why the people like Drake and Jay-Z and you know whatever, the guys that do it, are so good at it. But now you got guys that are doing it as a side hustle. Like, I have a problem with that. Are there any guys particularly that you think are dope that are rhyming as their second job, or is it just all bad for you? I know, it's not it's not necessarily all bad. It's just all it just sounds like it always sounds like a a a a second job. Like even like the people say, oh Dame Lillard can rap. 
not he's okay. He's not like 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 if, if no I, Dame's nice. No, Dame's he's not that nice. Oh no, 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 Dame's not bar. No, he's not just come on, bro. No, 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 he's not that nice. No, Dame's nice. If he came to you and was like, "Yo, I rap," and he played you his demo, you would be trying to sign him. He's not knocking you over with with the bars. He's not. I listen to Dame. You can't. Miller. You can't. First of all, you can't use me as an example because I'm not like an active signer in the rap world. But to my ear, to what I put my ear on with him, I think he's nice. I think you're being extra critical because you know he plays basketball. No, I'm not. No, okay. I'm the best to ever do it with Shaq. No question. Shaq was the best to ever do it. And Shaq, because Shaq. He shattered the 6'11 thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. He still looked crazy. Like, don't, don't get it messed up. Like, when they was on uh, Arsenio with him and the fool snickers and he comes out 6'11". He makes Can it we work. Rock? What's up, Doc? He makes it work because he's such a character, but that shit still looks nuts with him standing up there with a bunch of short kids, like, and he's rapping. and he's like, like, seriously. Next to them, yes, but by himself doing outstanding, you know, and, and, and feels my he, father when my biological didn't bother. It was great. Yeah, but he, you didn't go to the Shaq show and see that. Like, that happened on I TV. Was, I was like... 13. I didn't go to any shows. 14 years old. I didn't go to any you shows. See shows. I would have paid Michael to see Shaq. I wouldn't. But Shaq, but paid. I will say this. I mean, I wouldn't if I just said that to support my argument, but I wouldn't have paid to see Shaq. But I, I will say this, though. But I did get his tape, though. That's the thing. You Everybody sort of took that bait because of that verse on Can We Rock. He closed the record out. The song, he had his first album, Shaq Diesel, was a good album. Yeah. And he, and it, and he, it went platinum. He, he killed that verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. that record, that's that verse. And he I actually thought, no disrespect to the Foo Snickers, he actually killed the Foo Snickers on their own record. He didn't do that. Especially yeah, that dark skinned dude that could rap real fast. Yeah, the name, that was the, in the guy whose name you don't remember. I, I could Google it. I I, I don't <laughs> remember I don't remember like none of them. Like all them DOS effects. Boom skipping it. I don't remember none of their names. But <laughs> I, I remember the name of the group because they was a group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you think okay, so okay, so so what about what about like singers that tried to rap. Like, what do you think about R. Kelly's rap skills? Like, R. Kelly versus Prince. Like, who was worse? Because they, you can't tell me they were good. Like, when Prince Damn. Prince was trying to rap, Prince and R. Is... Kelly, like, uh, 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 Summer Bunnies, and and I like the crotch on you. Yo, t- I, I like the crotch on you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I got to say to about title that. title a song that? First, because, okay, knowing what we know about Kells, it becomes extra weird. But I will say this. Like, if you're kind of... Everybody has their own thing, freak like, like freakiness. And if your thing is particularly crotches, you shouldn't admit that. <laughs> you should just leave that in the dark places of your mind and go, I like crotch. Well, can you call it crotch? Because crotch, crotch is old school. <laughs> but if you're walking around just... Studying and comparing crotches, <laughs> and felt compelled enough. Just shut up and keep it in your head, so we don't know you're doing that. I like the crotch on you. I want the crotch on you. Is that how it goes? That's the hook. Yeah. Yo. I like the crotch on you, and I want the crotch on. But you. he didn't rap on that, or did he? He did rap on it. That's he a rap on... song. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I never. Yeah, and then for some reason when he rapped, he made his voice go down a couple of registers. He was, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, he just went low. So the Summer Bunnies was a, a rap song. And then the I think Kells had to be worse than Prince rapping. But they're equal. That's a tie. 
It's pretty bad. Because Prince is rapping stunk. And I love Prince. Sure, but just don't, don't, just lead a bar. And then, and then he, like, what made him think, didn't he have Cat rap? We need you to rap. Cat, we need you to rap. Don't give it to us. No, we don't. We do not need you to rap, Cat. You stink (laughs) at rapping, and so does Prince. I said it, and I love Prince, man. Rest in peace. But you know, Prince, Prince, well, Prince was doing what all of us would have done with a label of our own. (laughs) He was getting a hot chick. And being like, I'm going to say, he signed Carmen Electra. Like, he was signing chick to ba- chicks that basically had no talent just to smash. <laughs> you ought to work a deal. As if he wasn't Prince. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, to, but to make sure he sealed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> like He would literally no give you a Paisley yeah, Park Paisley contract. Paisley Park record deal. Oh, man. And, and have you in his studio. And he would probably just like, yo, just, just, just endless smash sessions. But at least he didn't admit publicly that he liked their crotches. No, he didn't. But <laughs> we know he did because he signed them. No, absolutely. But then that's fine. <laughs> because ultimately all men love crotches, right? No, we <laughs> that's the given. But the thing about it is when I think of that, crotches, I just think about him like not evaluating a woman in the way that you always do. You go, oh, man, she got beautiful hair. She looks great. Oh, man, she got big this or she got nice, she, nice. She got, yo, I love her crotch. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, but I did like Prince rapping on uh, on Sexy Motherfucker. <laughs> I did like that, and I did uh, My Name is Prince. I like I like the rap song. Oh, so now. you like his, so you like, okay, so in your mind, Kells was the worst. Oh, hands down. Yeah, hands down. He's worse. Fair. Because I like Sexy MF. I like that song. I like the video. I thought it was cool. He got outside the 850 BMW. You know what I mean? He had the thing on. I love. I loved all of that. And I liked, I, and, and I, you know, my name is Prince. Do you think that... It, Which I never saw him do in concert. No, it's true. And I've been to endless Prince concerts. Do you think that Drake qualifies as someone who raps as a second profession. Yes, absolutely. And because I, and Drake he, and he was made an actor it. first. Yeah, and you, it's rare for a guy to do that. Him and the kid from Atlanta. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah, Glover yeah. was yeah, his first name. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, was it Daniel Glover? Donald, Donald Glover, Glover yeah. yeah. So who's better at the transition? Drake Oh, or- Drake, Drake, but that's not saying, that's like, that's like a meet to me, like an A-Rod to Jeter comparison like there's two people well, who got Donald it all Glover the way right is doing which is awesome which i don't necessarily know we've ever seen he's doing both at a high level at the same time he just didn't go into the music he's he's dropping gems on the music side and then he goes off and he's doing still atl and spider-man and you know all these other films oh and this was a guy who was in, in like before even that this is a guy who was legitimately in the writer's room writing for for shows like 30 rock and stuff like that even before see he i didn't came know out. that yeah no this dude is gifted and has done it all so you do have to give him credit because like you said he was a writer became an actor made rap records made singing hits and he going back and forth man so, seamlessly so, so how much talent how much okay so in okay so okay so if donald glover and drake are here where do you put nick cannon in his uh, rap efforts, and <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss Nick because I think Nick unfairly. I'm a gigolo. Him and Kells. I'm a gigolo. What you need to know? One day I got so many hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna diss Nick. I'm sorry because Nick has got a lot of things right. The rapping, he didn't. Okay, that's I'm just talking about. But I think he's context. got, but he, he's got other things right. So I'm not just gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna kill him. What about old boy? That he's used, got what too about, many things. What right? about old boy that used to host Rap City? 
Uh, Who? The, uh, the, uh, the ball-headed guy. Um, he He's on Tigger. Big Tigger. Tigger raps? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tigger, Tigger. And Kells did a song together. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, they did a song together. Tigger and Kells did uh, t- uh, t- and Kells did, uh um, a song called, hold on, I'm going to get it. I'm going to pull it up right now. Tigger and Kells did um, Snake. Snake. Man, that flew way under me, <laughs> way under my radar. So obviously that didn't register. So so I guess Tigger is relegated to uh, hosting drive time on V103, which is a good job. Well, well, listen, man, I, I think we could go on, go on and on and on talking about rappers. Maybe we'll come back uh, to this a little bit more. It's an interesting conversation, though. Um, obviously, yeah, man, we, we're back. Um on YouTube, I want to remind everyone now that we have our episodes up um, to check in, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, which is Stat Lines Matter. Uh, leave us comments, you know, really engage with us because I think we're doing some some cool, fun stuff over here. We need to hear from you. Um, and we're super interactive. So <laughs> why are you you did that last time. you like, you want to take a picture with me? No, I'm just, yo, I got to make sure I hit you want You want me to stop so you can take a picture with me? And I want to talk on a good mic at some point. You have <laughs> you have a, you have an excellent mic, too. Um, they're both good mics. Um, so definitely check in, subscribe over at uh, our YouTube channel, uh, where we're going to be putting up the shows and some other uh, bonus uh, content as well. Um, as usual, you can reach us on our uh, traditional uh, social media platforms, which is uh, Instagram at StatLinesMatter. Twitter at Statlines Matter. For some reason, like I've just been super really engaging with everybody. So if you just literally want to have some some nerdy sports conversation, you can do it with me on Twitter. Um, also, uh, Facebook, which we put a lot of uh, content up there as well. Um, and always, as always, you can hit us at 404-500-9017, um, which is our hotline. It takes text. You can leave voicemails. And every once in a while, Rob will actually pick up and talk. So... Like call and he might answer. Yeah, I answer, but don't say no dumb shit. I hang up on your ass. <laughs> he will. He hung up on me twice <laughs> last week. No, but um, please, man, engage with us, man. We we uh we appreciate everybody following and supporting. Yeah, and, and we've been getting like this. The show is really really growing. We getting people checking in from from all over the country. Um, and this is a real passion of ours. So yeah, I keep giving us the feedback because it gives us fuel to do what we're doing. And one last thing, I want to um dedicate this particular show to my pops who I lost on this day in 2006. One time for uh, Uncle Phil. Yes. My man. My man. So shout out to my dad, Philip L. Stewart Sr. Um, We miss you, pops. Um, I am Mark Stewart. I'm Rob. And this is Stat Lines Matter. Peace. Say to my face, I ain't good for games. Say to my face, say to my.